0: Hello, everyone. Uh, I hope this recording finds you well. Um, For this week's episode, just want to add a bit of a preface, a little bit of a correction here. But um, I had an awesome conversation with this week's guest. Uh, Somewhere in the conversation, or at least more than once in the conversation, uh, there was a mention of a Bradley. Uh, This person had some experiences with this person, Bradley. Um, And in hearing that, I did not uh, correct Uh, Our the guest. Um, But uh, our Bradley mentioned in the episode is actually in reference to our uh, friend Brantley Tendell, who's actually been a guest on this show. Uh, Not that he wouldn't be a great Bradley, but uh, again, if you hear Bradley in the show, uh, it is in reference to Brantley Tendell and the experiences this person had uh, encountering Brantley. But either way, um, I present to you uh, the next episode of the wheel community podcast. Yay! And now it's the official recording. Um. Uh. Welcome, and who are you?
1: Uh. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Um. I am Rebecca Calderon.
0: Okay. Um. Do you have a middle name, Rebecca?
1: Yes. Uh. Well. I got married two years ago, so it's, it's really Rebecca Stewart Calderon.
0: Okay, congratulations.
1: But, yeah, thank you.
0: Um, okay, um, how? We'll, we'll start with you know the, the big question. How did you get started riding?
1: I would say I got started riding uh, through my dad. Okay. Because uh, as a kid, we would go on vacations and take our bikes and then bike on bike trails at the beach, and that kind of got me started into biking. Uh, and then I think when I moved to Japan for two years after college, okay. it was the first time biking became more of a way of life than, okay.
0: uh,
1: than just something you did on vacation.
0: Okay. So wait, wait, you moved to Japan. Was that a like, I'd like to live in Japan or was it like a job there in Japan?
1: That was a job. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so after college, I graduated and went on the JET program, which is to go teach English in Japan.
2: Oh, nice. And uh,
1: I didn't have a car for two years, so I inherited a bike from my previous uh, predecessor. Okay. And I would bike to work. Okay. um, Or take the train.
0: How long was that commute?
1: Uh, the bike itself, I think, I tried to look it up the other day, okay. and I couldn't figure out <laughs> where I used to live, exact, like the exact route I took, okay. but I think it might have been two miles, because okay. Oh, okay. when I, my bike got stolen toward the end of my time there, I was like, I only have a month left, I'm not going to buy another bike, I'm okay. just going to walk to work, and okay. it took me about 45 minutes, so okay. I don't All know right. what that yeah. would translate yeah. to bike yeah. to biking. Um, but I remember it also being terrible because biking was so much easier. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> like, I have to use my
1: 45 minute walk. walk. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's
0: yeah. A, a two mile walk. Yeah. That, that could be 45 minutes depending on like how often you got to stop. But uh, yeah. Um, uh, how was, do you recall like, did it feel safe to ride that two miles? Did you feel anything like disconcerting about having to ride that two miles? Kind of thing. Yeah, that
1: was the crazy part. Is that I didn't wear a helmet. That bike I inherited was this bike with a basket in front, mm-hmm. um, and it had a light that would turn. That you had to flip a, you had to flip a thing on the bike wheel to turn the light on. So as you rode, the bike would light would turn on, and when you stopped biking, the bike would the light would turn off. Oh, so it was it was bike controlled. It wasn't battery controlled. I wonder oh, if that was a
0: full-on uh, dynamo or not. Um, you know the dynamo? You heard of a dynamo? No. So, um, and I'm going to mess this up, um, but a dynamo um, is normally in the hub of the bike, but as you pedal, as you your wheel moves, it generates like a magnetic force and it generates electricity. Yeah. So, it makes me wonder if that's what that was. I don't know if any other thing that would.
1: That, I mean, all the it, other, all the yeah. bikes had it. Okay. Like, in... I didn't feel concerned because all my students biked to a school too. Okay. So I was biking in a sea of other students biking. Okay. So um, it was really a combination of my dad starting this out young, getting mm-hmm. on the bikes. And then once I moved to Japan and realized I can do it to get somewhere, right? Um, I came back to America and mm-hmm. was like... I. I want to go to Starbucks on a bike, and they're like, "You're not going to Starbucks on a bicycle." I'm like, "But I I did it in Japan, <laughs> so um, I you know I I decided to try different places that I could bike to because but wasn't really I didn't think I could do it as a way of life okay. before moving to a different country.
0: Okay, hmm. okay. So so you you come back to the states.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: do you immediately get a bike? Do you already have a bike here waiting?
1: I didn't immediately get a bike. I okay. think. Um, I was borrowing my mother's bike because I got a job uh, when I was, I came back and lived with my parents and got a job. I'm from Tennessee, Knoxville, okay. Tennessee. Okay. And I was working at the same lab that my dad worked at and my okay. mom worked at. Okay. And my dad was biking to work some days. Okay. So I, you know, he's like, Rebecca, we could bike to work one day together. And I was like, sure, this sounds great. I mean, I'm the one that wanted to go back to Starbucks. Yeah. So we did it was like 15 miles okay um uh you know i only remember doing it once with my dad but okay. i was only a short stint between living there and then going to grad school okay and uh we were on busy like that's when i felt concerned yeah we were on busy roads you know i was wearing a helmet um mm-hmm. it was it 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 was it was really awesome i'm glad my dad and you know as he continued to work at a lab he was regularly commuting okay um but I got my first bike when I went to grad school. Okay. That's that's what I did. I was like, I'm gonna go to grad school. I'm gonna live close to my office, so I'm just gonna bike to work and back, just like I did in Japan.
0: Okay. Uh, another short commute. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. a short commute. Um, do you recall what kind of bike did you get for when you got in grad school? You got a bike, right? You are saying. Yeah. Do you recall like what kind of bike did you get?
1: It was a Fuji bike. Okay. Because it. Fuji, Mount Fuji, Japan, I was like, okay, I'll get a Fuji bike. This sounds great. Like, and it was a hybrid bike. Okay. Because at the time, I didn't know much about biking. And I was like, well, I want one to work for everything, right? Because I don't know exactly sure, what I'm doing. So
0: hybrid must do that. So yeah.
1: hybrid must do that. So I got a hybrid bike. Okay. Um, which honestly, it was an upscale from the bike I was using in Japan. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so that was good, and so, I I got to use it throughout grad school. I just I didn't have to buy a parking pass to get on nice, campus. I just nice. bike to and from, and it worked out worked out pretty well.
0: Okay, um, uh, how long were you in grad school? Right. I was in
1: grad school for three years. Three years. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um. All right. So you're you got this hybrid. You're, are you solely just Do you ever make it to Starbucks?
1: <laughs> um. Am I what? What was the question? Do you ever
0: make it? The, did you ever like decide to like then ride the Starbucks?
1: Oh, um, so I, and I got went to grad school at Virginia Tech, so in Blacksburg, Virginia. That's what got me up here. Okay. And that was a small town. Okay. So yeah. So sometimes I would even walk to or take the bus. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel like there was a point in time I drove, but it's because I, yeah, that's it. I lived in Christiansburg, and. In, That was just a town over when Mm -hmm. I first moved to the area. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I asked my roommate was, can you bike
2: Mm -hmm. to Blacksburg?
1: She's like, oh yeah, there's this Huckleberry Trail. But then when I talked to my grad school friends, they're like, what are you thinking? Like, well, people don't bike from Christiansburg to Blacksburg on a regular basis. But I did. I tried it out a few times. The problem was I taught at 8 a.m. in the morning. Because I was a TA. So I need to be on time to my class since I'm the one teaching. Yeah. I can't just walk into the class late like if yeah. I was a mm-hmm. student. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's kind of, I would, uh, I wasn't biking as much like I thought I would when I moved to Christiansburg. It wasn't until I moved to Blacksburg well yeah. I had a much shorter commute that it was like, okay, now I can really. It's like, you know, 10 minutes downhill. I can I can do this commute.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um. Did you still have the 8 a.m. class you had to?
1: Yeah, I taught eight a.m.s for a while because I was lowest on the totem pole. You know, it wasn't until partway through my second year, definitely my third year, I had the the more relaxed TA classes because okay. they had a lot of new under uh, new graduate students to take mm-hmm. the 8 a.m.s.
0: Okay, that's I have to keep that in mind. Um, so um, you didn't do the commute from it was Christiansburg, right? Is where you were staying. Yeah. And okay, but then you moved to Blacksburg. Uh, and you are able to commute from from Blacksburg. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know that area very well, so how how long roughly was that commute from Blacksburg to to, to Tech? Like, did you in? Oh. It's taking a couple miles. I mean, I
1: would say it w- it was, it was like a, 10, 15 minute commute. Like it wasn't oh, okay. it wasn't bad at all, and it was down. I mean, specifically, it was downhill. <laughs> so coming back from work or coming back from a day of teaching, like. It was a struggle, but it was okay because I was going home.
0: Okay. Did you feel like were there? Did you feel like there were other people commuting as well, like by bike?
1: Um, there was a bike rack outside my office, so I did mm-hmm. see bikes on okay. it. I thought a lot of them were students. I okay. did have a graduate student that would walk to and from work, and one time I was like biking next to him as he was walking because mm-hmm. it was uphill, and I was like, "It's so great to commute with you today." He's <laughs> like, "Yeah, you're on a bike, and I'm walking." <laughs> but um and then I went to continued up to the top of the hill where my mm-hmm. place was but um yeah I think that area was was just very bike friendly being a smaller town okay and having that Huckleberry Trail that connected both Christiansburg and Blacksburg
0: okay um so you finished grad school mm-hmm. um and do you um you still have a Fuji bike
1: yes <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> um so, okay, so um, what happens after grad school with the, with the riding? Do you, um, did you stay in in, um, uh, in Blacksburg for longer? Or did you move to Richmond? Like, how did you, what, what happened to the bike? Yeah,
1: I, I stayed in Blacksburg for another three years. Okay. I actually was working for the state at the time okay. at a satellite office in Christiansburg. And I was still using my Fuji bike and I would bike, uh, I would bike to work sometimes. It was, this time I was doing the commute from Blacksburg to Christiansburg. Okay. And uh, it was easier because I could be on the Huckleberry Trail for most of the ride. Okay. Um, but I didn't do it too often Okay. because it was only a 15-minute drive to work if I drove. Okay. So I remember thinking, like, do I really want to get up even more earlier to bike or just drive into work? But I did have a, my um, coworker worker uh, would do – sometimes he would – drive into he would bike into work too okay so we planned one time that he biked into work I biked into work and then we did this cool extra valley um I think it was Ellet Valley area bike right afterwards oh nice which okay. was awesome mm-hmm. um I think the downside was that because I was commuting I had either my laptop in my backpack <laughs> as I was doing this I had something definitely weighting me down yeah so it would have been probably a more pleasant ride on my end if I didn't, didn't have all have, yeah, stuff like the stuff the extra me.
0: weight yeah yeah um yeah, that is, uh, that is a that is a that is thing of like, you know, doing extra on the commute back from work. Can you drop your stuff off somewhere? Like cuz now you've ridden to work with your lunch, you know, with your laptop and lunch pail and you know mm-hmm. whatever else and like to do more after like you have to take all that with you or can you drop it off securely somewhere kind of thing. Yeah. Um uh I've done I've only done a few commutes to work and I took a book bag I, th- I took a nice, like, oh, man, what is that brand? I can't think. A Timbuk, a uh, book bag that had stuff in it. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I left my bag in somebody's car. I did one of the rabbit rides on a Thursday night after I commuted. And I think I asked them, can I leave my bag in your car while I do the group ride? And then I, then I put the bag back on and, and rode the rest of the way back home. Either way. Um, but that's the thing to think about if doing more like you've got to tote all your stuff around kind of thing.
1: Yeah yeah in, J- in Japan, I mean it was only a two like I said t- maybe two mile bike ride but I would I would' the only way for me to get to work mm-hmm. besides walking. So I would bike through typhoons and like have like an umbrella <laughs> that would literally went inside out. I was like this is like something in a movie yeah. So you're biking with an umbrella in a typhoon and you're soaked. And I had my clothes like double wrapped in a plastic bags and a, in my purse, backpack, like thing mm-hmm. tote bag. And I get to work and they're like, Rebecca, what are you doing biking through this weather? And I'm like, it's literally the only way I have to get to work right now. Like, I don't have a car, Gus. So I would change. And I remember that being really hard. But the thing about typhoons is that the next day the sky same thing with hurricanes here, right. the next day the sky S- is so beautiful yeah. mm-hmm. that I completely forgot about buying rain gear. Like uh, yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm gonna buy one of those big they had these in Japan these like raincoats and, and bike and rain pants, like all this mm-hmm. setup for yeah. people that my kids had to get to school mm-hmm. in the rain. And yeah. I I never I never bought bought all that stuff because the typhoons would come and go, just be a one day thing.
0: Um, as you mentioned Japan, and we'll, we'll go, go back to that, did you, um, while you were primarily commuting to work, this, this two-mile ride, did you do any more rides? Did you try to explore around the area by bike or anything like
1: that? Yeah, I, um, so I would either commute to work, or it was a 20-minute walk, so I don't mm-hmm. know how the distance was from my apartment to the train station, but it was uphill, that's what I know. <laughs> It was uphill, so I would bike uphill to the train station, park my bike at the department store, and then I can get on the trains and go places. Okay. And then in my town, I would bike around, like I would bike to the video store to mm-hmm. pick up these English videos I could watch. Um, I would bike. Well, the grocery store was at the train station, so when I mm-hmm. would go to groceries, I'll put it all in my. I would only buy literally what I could put in, in my in the basket, and um, bike to and from.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think one of the hardest things was. Like I still have dreams about jutensha is the word for bicycle. Like where is my bicycle? Where is my like it's a thing because I would be in a crowd of bicycles and had to find which one was mine. And uh,
0: did you so you regularly commuted there? Did you feel a did you lock your bike up? Did you feel a concern about your bike being stolen ever?
1: So I didn't feel like my bike was stolen, but I thought at first the Japanese were very trusting. I was Mm -hmm. like, all these bikes are just parked here willy-nilly, there's no locks on them. Turns out on individual bikes, there was a key, and then you take out the key, it would lock the wheels. So the bike is locked, and then when you go back to get your bike, you put the key in, and it would unlock the wheels. Ooh. I think that's how that worked, versus the other way around. Oh. So all the bikes I saw that didn't have locks on them were actually locked, right? Just from people pulling out a little key.
0: That's interesting. I had not had not heard of um, that setup. Like your bike was built to just had this its own disabled.
1: I mean, the key is that someone can literally pick up your bike and take <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Which was a thing in the department stores if you parked your bike, um, overnight. Which mm-hmm. sometimes I would get back from the train and forget that I didn't that I biked up to the train station and parked at the department store. So I would just walk home. Like if said it was twenty minutes downhill, I'll just walk home.
2: Right. Okay. And
1: then I wake up the next morning need to go to work and I go out and my bike's not there and I was like, oh, oh no, I left it at the department store. So I <laughs> I run back up to the department store and I see this this something like a bike tow truck. It was literally taking the bikes and putting it on this truck because all those bikes were there like what illegally because they're supposed to be gone when the department store is closed. Uh-huh. And I was like, don't take my bike. Like I we remember just running and the guy was like looking at me. I'm like, that's my bike. And I just grab it from the groups of bikes because I needed to get to work and I was already going to be late to work at this point. Um, so there was, you know, in that sense, there was some sort of regulations. People did block their bikes okay. and there was like these people that went around to make sure bikes were parked illegally, like they were they taken away. It.
0: Um, wow, that's a first. Um, I've not heard of um, <laughs> the bike, we'll call it a bike tow truck. Um,
1: yeah, it was this truck and you would, apparently I asked my coworkers when I got to school, they're like, yeah, you have to go to this impoundment to get your bike if that's mm-hmm. what happened.
0: Wow, okay, um, but the, wait, but that didn't happen, right? Your that bike never grabbed it. I grabbed it
1: before okay. they took it on the truck, but you said, there was a lot of bikes there at the department store early in the morning.
0: That's a lot of, that's, that's, that's indicative of a lot of people commuting that they have to set up a system to be able to remove the bikes from a bike rack. I mean, there's so many people commuting, they have to set up the system to remove the bikes because people are just like regularly leave them and they're just not, you people aren't just stealing. Them. Yeah. You've, a, yeah. You yeah. just left it. You just abandoned it kind of thing. Um, and you said you got this bike from your predecessor. So the person was doing your job beforehand. Okay. Mm-hmm. They left that bike. Yep. Um, did you leave the bike for the next person, or what happened? Did you like burn it? What happened to the bike? <laughs>
1: well, so I had two things happen to me while I was there. One, someone right, stole you said
0: Stole it right there.
1: Yeah. Stole my well. One day, someone stole my bike seat. I don't know where this pettiness comes from, but I go <laughs> back to the department store where I took my bike when I went from the train station to the department store, and the bike seat was gone. So I actually biked standing up going home because I had no seat to sit <laughs> yeah. on, and I was like, "What's up with this?" So. <laughs> Like me, I passed it forward in the apartment complex I lived at. There were these bikes that had spiderwebs on them. There Mm -hmm. were these old rundown bikes in this little Mm -hmm. shelter that I kept my bike. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm going to take one of these (laughs) bikes. They're clearly not being used because there's spiderwebs all over these.
0: I would go with that logic.
1: Yeah. And so then I had a, you know, a hybrid bike after that. And then Mm -hmm. you think I remember the moment that my bike got stolen, but I, I don't. I just remember it not like. I think it. I think it got stolen at my apartment complex. Okay. Or when I say stolen, taken. Like I don't know. There was other abandoned bikes where okay. I parked my bike, and I was. And those abandoned bikes were in way worse shape. Like they didn't actually work. Okay. So I couldn't okay. use those for my okay. commute. Okay, so you do
0: your thing. Okay.
1: Um, and I was like, well, okay. Well, I only have like a month left, or maybe it was two two weeks. I don't know. I was really close to the end.
0: Okay. That so was, I. It
1: wasn't worth. So I didn't have anything to pass on, but. Um, the person they had to take over the position when mm-hmm. I left was someone already established in Japan. So okay. they hadn't moved to the country. Okay, they were already they So they, they already. didn't, yeah.
0: Okay, all right. Um, I'm sorry your bike got stolen. I know. that situation. <laughs> um, but you do, you come back to the States. Um, you uh, ride with your, your, your mom and your dad uh, the one time. or well, you work with your mom and your dad. You commute with him yes. the one time to work to the lab that y'all are both working at which is odd and fantastic that y'all were all working at the same place. Um, Then uh, Virginia Tech grad school, um, hybrid Fuji bike. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, that puts us back where we're at. You're commuting um, a bit from Blacksburg um, to the school. And then you finish grad school and you Mm -hmm. stay there for three years um, and you still commute. Yeah, so commute.
1: And during this time, my dad was getting more and more into biking. Okay. So he actually started doing Bike Virginia. Okay. Before I even moved to Virginia. Okay. So uh, when he started doing that, mm-hmm. and I had moved to Virginia, mm-hmm. he was like, "Hey, do you want to come and do this for the weekends? It's going to be up here." Okay. So uh, that's when I would. That's when I really put my Fuji bike to the test. Okay. It was like, okay, I'm I've been biking what like maybe ten miles to work once in a while and then suddenly i'm like i'm gonna go bike 60 miles with my dad this weekend you know (laughs) um
0: so wait you did okay you did like a one day bike virginia or did you like full-on do the whole
1: oh i've actually never done the whole thing okay okay. i've only done the weekends with my dad and he stays for the whole week but i since it's so usually in a closer area since i'm in virginia Mm -hmm. i could do it just for the weekends
0: okay okay um And had you done that kind of, you hadn't done that distance before. You'd just been like kind of commuting, cycling prior yeah. to Okay. Um, so how was that? Do you recall that first time doing that first big ride with, with your dad?
1: Oh yeah. I remember, well, I feel like every time I do a ride with my dad, it's very memorable because the one we did was in, in Virginia was in Blacksburg. Well, mm-hmm. I guess they must've been in that area Okay, and it was in Floyd area and, uh, he would bike up the hills and then be like, take out his camera and take pictures of me as I'm backing up the hill. And He's like, I know you know you're gonna make it up here you know. I remember Aww. it being so hilly, and um, mm-hmm. I remember everyone being in a sea of. I guess that's what I realized the first thing about biking clothing, like a sea of spandex, you know. And I had, I had still my running clothes, like I oh right, I still I didn't have bike gloves. Mm-hmm. I had just running clothes on. Okay and um
0: so, so, okay all right wait okay so just plain running clothes you're not clipped in not clipped in no you got a helmet you got a helmet on. i had a helmet oh, at least, at least.
1: I, had, I didn't so i started wearing helmets maybe in high school i mean welcome to the 80s where people okay. didn't wear helmets yeah so, okay um after that it, oh and i didn't wear a helmet in japan okay why no one wore helmets that I okay saw. i
0: was gonna ask a question okay um I suppose that would influence you a bit more. Like, if you saw no one else wore helmets, then I could see how the the thought of wearing a helmet would, would slide a bit more. Like, oh, no one else is wearing helmet. No one's going to ridicule me about not wearing a helmet kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but uh, helmets are safe.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are. And, you know, this was oh so long ago, so I assume now they're all wearing helmets in Japan. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So uh, you decide to, sure, I'll do this as a black Virginia with your dad. Mm-hmm. Um, which is in Blacksburg area, right?
1: Yeah. The first one I did with him was in Blacksburg, so it was super convenient.
0: Did you... Was it just a one day or was it the weekend, the whole weekend that you did with him? It
1: was the weekend. I did a Saturday... The Saturday one was the 60, 50 mile one I did. And then I think Sunday was the shorter one we did okay. together.
0: Um, How would you feel after doing a 50 or 60 mile ride in like a hilly area? Did you think like, this is awesome. I can't wait to do more or just... Where did you find you were prepared? Did you find that all your commuting had prepared you for this thing?
1: <laughs> um, I felt like this is exhausting. Like it was tiring and like I could run better than I could bike. So, okay. um, and I, I guess what I realized now that I didn't realize is what you're wearing and it's the bike you're using and the clip, like there's a lot of stuff I could have used to my advantage that mm-hmm. I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, And that probably my dad had to his advantage because he was, he was on a, you know, he was training for stuff like this. Okay.
0: Okay. Uh, did he, Hey, you should get like clipped in. You should get like bike shorts. And a. Jer-. did he pass like anything of like, maybe you should get a nicer bike before you do like, did he say into that? He was just like, Nope, come do it with what you got.
1: Yeah. It was more like, come do it with what you got. I would, I eventually inherited the, some of the bike jerseys from, so the bike jerseys they have are all from Bike Virginia. Okay. That's, that's what I would get from my mom Mm -hmm. and I think it was the there's no tea to invest it because Rebecca's here for one day Mm -hmm. like I guess if I was like I'm gonna do do it for a week it would be like okay now we gotta get you on the stuff but since it was a one day off thing um yeah it was just like yeah come out and do this
0: I still if it was a weekend if somehow I was inviting someone to join me for some big rides on a weekend and they hadn't I think I would still get them bike shorts. Maybe not all the rest of it, <laughs> but I think at the least, I would find them bike shorts that fit. That way they weren't just like really mad at me afterwards. Um, but yeah. you survived. It was difficult and hilly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I suppose did your dad get good video of you climbing the hills?
1: <laughs> pictures, pictures of climbing, yeah. me climbing the hills after he's made it to the top, yes. But the cool part was what I realized was the food they had there, like mm-hmm. the break stuff. Like you don't do that during running events. You don't mm-hmm. get to take a break and like <laughs> eat. So that was something cool that biking events offered Then, like I was used to running half marathons okay. And, okay. and things like that. So I was like, wow, you could like stop and eat and then yeah. get back on the bike. Okay.
0: Yeah, you can enjoy the rest stops. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, okay. So also in case you weren't, you had some level of fitness. If you were running to some degree, you yeah. had some level of fitness. So that, that, that helps greatly. That's
1: true. If anything, I was training, it was just the running was okay. my training.
0: Well, that will help immensely with being prepared for the biking. Uh, it won't quite train you for running, uh, biking up hills, but it, it makes it s- slightly easier. Um, so you do this first bike Virginia with your dad, long ride one day, Saturday, a shorter ride on Sunday. Um, and I'm guessing it still just feels awesome. Just doing this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Um, it felt, it felt, I mean, at the same time, I felt like my dad was more into the biking world than I was. Cause I was like, yeah. I don't feel this tired after running. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, and, and I was just impressed that he could keep going like yeah. days after days of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was something that I enjoyed doing with my dad and I still enjoy doing with my dad. Okay and uh just seeing the whole bike community with bike virginia was the first time like i said i saw a cs spandex it was like this yeah. is this is an event this is a yeah. thing everyone mm-hmm. does this okay yeah. for me it was just i only know how to get to work and back like mm-hmm. i was using that's the first time i used my bike for something that wasn't just commuting a, mm-hmm. and it wasn't necessarily a vacation like let's just go bike on the beach
0: okay okay um so you you do your first bike virginia visit the bike virginia uh and then you are you go back to black do you think about riding more then or just you go back to like you're you know commuting on a regular basis kind of thing
1: um commuting on a regular basis i okay. think again a lot of it had to do with my my bike because i biked to work one time and came back and one of my friends that was an avid mountain biker saw me cuz he was biking on the Huckleberry. i a lot of mm-hmm. people do he goes, you look miserable, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, you look miserable. It's because I had a backpack with my clothes, my food, and probably a laptop with me." Yeah. I, and then I was on this hybrid bike, and in wearing running clothes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I looking back, I'm like, I probably do look miserable. <laughs> like, um, but I just really didn't want to drive. That was my main motivator. Yeah. Like I. I didn't realize how much I really enjoyed biking until it was kind of taken away from me in Japan, okay. where I had to like drive to get to places, mm-hmm. and I really didn't want to. I was like, I, I really want to bike, I enjoy oh. I enjoy this type of transportation.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, despite it being hybrid with loaded down with extra stuff.
1: Yeah, that was the thing, it's like, I really just don't like to drive. I doesn't mean I like to bike, I just really don't like to drive. <laughs> So, um, that was that was it. It really was coming to Richmond. I feel like that was the turning point of okay. of finding that biking can be more than just commuting.
0: When did you make it to Richmond? Uh,
1: 2015. Okay. I moved from Ooh. Blacksburg to to Richmond.
0: Uh, were you here? Oh my God! I can With remember.
1: the uh, the big uh event,
0: right? Yeah, the UCI race. Yeah, yes. you were okay. You I were was here,
1: with- but I wasn't here because I had moved to Richmond and everyone was talking about this big bike race. Yeah. And, but I had just moved and left a lot of my friends and my boyfriend at the time in mm-hmm. Blacksburg. Yeah. And so I actually was in Blacksburg that weekend uh...
2: and people that
1: I was seeing in Blacksburg actually were up in Richmond at the, to watch this biking event. So it, it came like at a time that I just wasn't aware what was going on. And now I look back and I'm like, why did I miss that? Oh my gosh.
0: Um, To hopefully assuage your concerns there Uh, i also missed it Uh, i was not quite um actually worked downtown at 10th and main and had a parking deck that i could park in and have a great view but i wasn't into biking at the time so i was just like i need to get out of downtown before all these people come down here and remember leaving downtown as people were coming and so uh, I also missed it, uh-huh. and and I also think like shit
1: I missed it. Right. Okay, okay, I'm um, not the only yeah, one. That makes so, you feel good a little yeah. camaraderie there. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: hopefully, we can convince the UCI to come back. But I guess. Yes. Don't. Um, so uh, you're not here doing the UCI races, but you're you're living in Richmond, in 2015. Um, how does the biking kind of change then once you you get here to Richmond?
1: Well, what I liked about Richmond that I didn't have in Southwest Virginia was that it was flat. <laughs> so um, yeah. I think I look back and I could have done some amazing bike rides down in southwest Virginia mm-hmm. I mean mountain biking is a it's a real thing you have mountains in southwest mm-hmm. Virginia but mm-hmm. I really didn't get into this kind of stuff until Richmond but that's because the injury to doing it was a little easier because you don't yeah. have the, the hills to, to mm-hmm. climb Yeah. Um, so I think uh, what got me into it was Uh, the capital trail like Mm -hmm. that was available Mm -hmm. and that was one of the first trails i biked on and then and then i was still you know kind of gung-ho on figuring out even more so how to bike to work because at this point in time my commute has been is the longest it's ever been i was like maybe a 40 minute bike to work 40 minute drive to work from richmond out to chesterfield Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and and i have about a tolerance of 15 minutes in a car So, so I was like, yeah, I was kind of motivated to do it in Blacksburg, but really driving was fine because it was only 15 minutes. Yeah. And then I get here and I'm even more motivated because the drive is just much longer. Okay. Um, but I didn't know how to, I was like, how do you bike something that far? How do you, but I could bike around the city. Like that was really cool. Yeah. I just didn't know how to get out of the city. So. Um, it wasn't until a year later where actually Bradley did during bike month of May did mm-hmm. these um, biking events at different the counties mm-hmm. uh, and for county employees to go to. so I got this email being like, you know, get to know a biking in mm-hmm. Chesterfield And I was like, sure, I'll go to this but my job had field work so i actually didn't get to go okay but i was still motivated to know about biking in the area that i reached out to the organizer and was like hey i can't make it to this event but Mm -hmm. i'm interested in i mean i don't feel like i even phrase it like i'm interested in biking to work like i'm interested in figuring out how to commute Mm -hmm. and they put me in touch with like actually there's two people you you work in the same county that do this and i'm Mm -hmm. like really okay so i got their email addresses and started a back and forth and they're like, yeah, we bike to work from Richmond to Chesterfield. And I was like, sweet, can I join you? Yeah. And they're like, yeah, uh, we meet at this intersection at this time. Come and join. Okay. So.
0: Um, who is this?
1: This was Chris Long and Ross Kimball. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah
0: we, we all know Ross. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, So they're they biking to, to Chesterfield as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for, so it was a 40 minute drive um how long bike about
1: uh it was 15 miles from where i lived at that time
0: okay okay so
1: the the really cool thing is that like there was no judgment with them like i showed up mm-hmm. again in running clothes with my fuji hybrid bike okay and i was at least wearing a helmet um and tennis shoes okay and they're all decked out in their <laughs> running clothes right like and right, they're and it's, biking it's like clothes. yeah yeah and i'm like hey guys in the first time it was really chris that invited me Mm -hmm. um but chris couldn't make it that day so it was ross i met okay and so i never met either of these people at work okay i was just showing up and be like hey apparently work in the same area (laughs) i'm rebecca yeah and they're like okay let's go on a ride and Mm -hmm. you know they never dropped me they um Like i didn't think anything different about what i was biking on and what they were biking on
0: okay which is okay so uh at this point did you even know about like cycling clothing at this point in time did you even like at this point did you even know that there was a chance that you could wear more comfortable shorts let's just start there
1: um at this point in time i was wondering why bikers wore those shorts because okay. as a runner, we don't run around on those shorts. I guess I didn't realize the padding extra was actually important. Because I guess <laughs> I never had a sore butt afterwards. Okay. It a sore enough butt to want to have padding. Yeah. So oh. um, it wasn't until I started looking around for biking stuff. And I think I did start looking for for clothes, especially as a guy to be colder.
0: Okay. Like,
1: because I was wearing like, I think the first cold day I was wearing... Um, so when I run, I just wear, like, Under Armour to mm-hmm. run in. Yep. But that oh. was not going to be fit enough for biking. Yep. So I was I wore, like, my snow pants, like what you go skiing in or something. Because <laughs> I didn't have anything. Because I knew know. I couldn't yeah. wear jeans to bike, you know, 15 to 20 miles in. So after that, I started going to, like, REI. I'm like, I need to figure out what to wear because yeah. I, I, this this pants thing is not working. Um. Yeah, I think one of the first bikes I, I rode at least at least I realized I didn't wear running shorts because I realized if I fell I would scrape, scrape my legs it, so. up. So I was okay. wearing hiking pants. Okay. I'm sure okay. that looked even cooler. So
0: You were getting there.
1: Yeah. And the REI person looked at me and was like, I'm looking for something to wear. And he's like, Well, do you have bike gloves? And I'm like, well no. And he's like, Well, those are like helmets for your hands. And I I still use that phrase, helmets for your hands. I'm like, you're right. I'm going to buy some bike gloves. That's like the first biking Mm -hmm. thing I bought besides a helmet was bike gloves. And now if I see someone biking without bike gloves, I'm like, those are helmets for your hands. (laughs) Like wear bike gloves.
0: Um, Helmets for your hands. Thank you. Um, I will keep that in mind. And I know people that don't use gloves. Um, uh, So you get gloves. Thanks to the REI person. Um, and uh, you start doing this is after you've done your first commute with them, right? At some point, um, you've done several commutes by
1: several commutes. So, but I started in two thousand sixteen. Okay, and I did like ten. Okay, and I started around September time because I remember going into the winter. I guess mm-hmm. that was the part of like when I started winter commuting. Mm-hmm. You know, my feet were turned numb, and I'm like, that's cool. I don't have to feel anything. <laughs> it makes life easier. And then when i go into work and shower Mm -hmm. in the back of shower and that tingly feeling was like well this is terrible yeah like Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i didn't actually buy a and then so yeah it did happen kind of quickly i know this doesn't sound quick enough but i did about 10 bike rides in 2016 Mm -hmm. and then i bought my first road bike march of 2017. okay so i don't know how many bike rides i had done between january and 17 but i had less at least done 10 What I now affectionately call my crappy bike. I did 10 bike rides on that thing.
2: Okay. I look
1: back and I did so much biking on that bike. Yeah. You know, I biked to the lab with my dad. I biked Bike Virginia. I had done these commutes, which Mm -hmm. at that time I did only one or two commutes that was 15 miles each way. Yeah. But then I had already signed a lease on a place that was five miles outside of Carrytown. Okay. So I got hooked on biking to work. Yeah. But now I biked an extra five miles.
0: uh right. Carried so now out, it was yeah.
1: 20 miles to, to work instead okay. of 15, which if I knew Chris and Ross when I had moved to Richmond, mm-hmm. I would have been like on it, you know, like, yeah, because yeah, I lived closer to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so, but I didn't. So I was like, okay, I'll just bike five miles and then meet you guys at 630 in the morning and then we'll go.
0: <laughs> Did that even, I guess you were already commuting early. You are you'd already been doing early morning commutes, um, in Blacksburg, so I guess that was not a thing, right?
1: Oh, it was a thing. Okay, it was. So Blacksburg was like, get into work. You know, it was it was, man, I forget what the commute was. Like I said, it was like an hour, maybe mm-hmm. forty-five minutes, but it was on most of it, most of it on the Huckleberry Trail. Okay, so you're not on roads. You don't have like stoplights. Mm-hmm. You're just going it wasn't that long maybe it was 10 miles okay I should look back at Strava but it okay. but this was a much bigger deal like 20 miles
0: Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah from uh from Richmond to Chesterfield yeah, yeah.
1: and I felt exactly. like I had to wake up before 6 a.m. I had to start I had to be on my bike at 6 a.m. to really because you to would really meet you to
0: leave your place at 6 a.m. meet them and then continue on the, 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 the commute yeah okay um wow okay uh, so, 21, what kind of stuff did you have to take with you to work?
1: Um, so, I didn't have to take a computer with the work because this place had a computer. So, that was awesome. great. And I took, I try, I had a, I have a locker because I do a lot of field work. So, okay. I would stage my clothes and keep that the day before Ooh, okay. in there. So, I had like work clothes to wear. Mm-hmm. That was good. I would take my lunch with me. Okay. Um, and I feel like unlike Ross, we had this discussion once, like, he, he eats breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. like, I would eat nothing, bike the five miles to meet them, mm-hmm. and then have this granola bar, try to eat it before they meet up with me, mm-hmm. and then bike another 15. So, I would get to work hungry, and I would spend the whole day eating. Like, I remember, <laughs> like, when I bike commuted to work, I pretty much ate the whole day, and then I would come home and just be exhausted. But i loved it i mean i only and to keep it in perspective i only did it like like 10 times that first year like Mm -hmm. 39 the second year at my peak so i wasn't doing it every day by any means okay i think i like to think i was doing it once a week but i was probably doing it a little less than that okay on average
0: yeah i mean if you're like 39 like you're you're once is that at least once a week yeah i was definitely
1: depending on wrist cross uh Chris and Ross so I would text them are you biking tomorrow yeah (laughs) and it would depend on my field work because if I had field work to do and I had to be at a certain time Mm -hmm. um, or if I had something I needed to do after work uh, a meetup then I wouldn't bike but Mm -hmm. it got to the point another big motivation for me was that my car I was on its last leg Mm -hmm. so I had a car that I had all through college and my parents kept it while I was in Japan and then I used it in grad school and I always had these short commutes when you're on a you know, mm-hmm. university campus. I never really used it that much. Yeah. And even when I worked back at the lab, it was only a 15-minute drive to work. So this is the longest drive I've had on the oldest car I've had. Mm-hmm. So it was putting a lot of stress on it. And I was really trying to not have to buy a car. That was kind of yeah. my mm-hmm. goal, was to yes. keep the miles off this thing before mm-hmm. it dies. So I was more motivated to bike as much as I could, yeah. which meant less driving.
0: Yeah. Uh, so wait, um, wait, so wait, You got a new bike in March of yes. twenty seventeen, yeah. Um, a road bike. Yes. Um, what what kind of bike did you get? you all.
1: Um, I was, went to Performance, which I think they're closed now. Mm-hmm. And What's I, you know, I think it's also a Fuji, right? Does Performance sell Fuji bikes?
0: Performance sold Fuji bikes. Yeah. Then
1: geez. that would be it. And this time, it wasn't <laughs> Japan that motivated me. Mm-hmm. It was actually what the crazy thing is. Ross and Chris would bike in front of me on this commute, and I was just confused how they are bigger than me in mm-hmm. size. Like they're just men, yeah. and yet I was like the this person that just can't keep up. Like and I felt, and I was running half marathons. Like yeah. I'm like I'm not that bad of in shape. Like why why is this so difficult?
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: then my uh, now husband, his coworker Chelsea, she's a she's a phenomenal biker, mm-hmm. and. She saw what I was doing. Like, mm-hmm. Joe was like, Hey, like, this is what my girlfriend's doing. And she said, mm-hmm. like, What is she doing? Like, Oh my gosh. And uh, she saw the bike that I was using. And she's yeah. like, She doesn't even have a road bike. And so she invited me out to the Capitol Trail one day. She's like, Hey, hey, how about you bike on my bike and I bike on yours? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay, let's try. I want to see what a road bike seems like. Yeah. And I did. And I was hooked. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I'm like biking through butter this is amazing (laughs) and she's guys Rebecca I'm at the top of your gears and you still have like two or three more gears to go on my bike yeah like like and that's Mm -hmm. what Ross would said like I would just spin out like I literally Mm. couldn't go any faster on the bike that I had so um that's what convinced me and Chelsea had a Fuji bike okay so I was like okay I want this bike and it turns out she sold it like months years later to like even this specialized bike like she went up to the bike that she had but to me like this is good enough like this is amazing i gotta get a bike i gotta get a road bike now that's what convinced me was just being on it
0: Mm -hmm. actually experiencing that that difference i understand
1: so when i when i bought that bike in march is when performance gave these points for all Mm -hmm. the bikes you buy and what was frustrating was i wasn't specifically into that particular bike but it was hard to find a woman's small bike to try out they people could order me a bike yeah, but since I had never had a road bike, I didn't want to order something that I don't know how it felt to be on. Yep. So it was that, or I think I was trying out a used bike that someone had. Okay. And there was one more place that had a small woman's bike. So it was. It luckily it lowered my choices because mm-hmm. there wasn't that much out there. Yeah. And um, also, women's bike weren't getting off the shelves as quickly, so it was on sale, which helps. It was like okay. last year's model on sale. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so I got that and had these extra points to use. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll buy some bike shorts. I bought some clip on shoes. Like that's when I just, I, I was just like, well, this is what Ross and Chris wear. (laughs) So this is what I'm going to wear. Um, and that's also when I realized that maybe this is maybe a male dominated sport (laughs) because I was in this bike shop and Mm -hmm. I was looking at these, these spandex shorts and the, the person comes over and he's like, those are men's shorts. And I was like, what? It just says bike shorts. So, like, the women's bike shorts are over here.
2: Um, is that
1: the men's bike shorts weren't labeled men's bike shorts? They were just, they were by- just bike shorts. And the women's bike shorts are labeled women's. Mm-hmm. Same with the bikes. You had a bicycle or you had a woman's bicycle. It wasn't
0: These
1: man and woman. It was like, this is a bicycle and this is a woman's bicycle. So, I was a little confused. But maybe it was that particular bike shop, but. Um, they pointed right. me in the right direction, at least.
0: I'm glad you did not end up buying <laughs> shorts that would not have fit appropriately. <laughs> yes. Um, and so you, you got some shorts, mm-hmm. uh, from performance and what brand did they sell? Um, they sold loose Gar. either. way, They sold several brands in the store. Um, and you found it. So you, you start using bike shorts. Yes. There. Yeah. Um, do you feel a difference? Like using the bike shorts is like, Oh, this is like, yeah. Like, do you feel any kind of. Difference now that you're at when you start using bike shorts.
1: I I did not feel difference using the bike shorts. I felt difference using the bike the bike itself. Okay. And the clip clip on shoes made the difference. Okay. I felt a difference with bike shorts when I decided not to wear them again. Like I was Mm, like oh uh, like so since I live five miles from Carytown. Um, I would bike the five miles in and then commute. But then if I'm just going to Kerry Town to meet up with someone for beer, mm-hmm. I would just wear my jeans and just mm-hmm. bike the five miles in. Sure. And that's when I realized, like, oh, gosh, bike shorts make a difference. <laughs> because, I mean, I guess I remember the hills of my life. It is an uphill from Carytown up Patterson because I was mm-hmm. living off the 312 okay. at the yeah. time. And yeah. it was an uphill and I – it um. It was, it was like, yeah, bike shorts make a difference when I stopped, when I wear them and then I stopped wearing them. Mm-hmm. So I look back and I'm like, how was I doing these bike rides without bike shorts on? <laughs> Cause now I feel it.
0: Um, and you also get clipped in shoes and, and pedals, right? Pedals and mm-hmm. everything. Okay. I had
1: a, the bike came with normal pedals, but I switched them out to clip on. So before this though, in Blacksburg, I would do an annual event, um, that was a camping event and people would go out and car camp. Okay. and then a group of Blacksburg people would bike to the camping event. Okay. And I did that. And uh, like I think I did it one or two times, but mm-hmm. my friend that saw me doing it in my crappy bike was like, you don't even have clip-on shoes. And I was like, no. So they gave me these cages. So Ooh, I had okay. cages to bike on this thing. So I was using cages, and I forget if I ever took them off my bike or was I wearing them also with Chris and Ross. I feel like... I feel like I was at one point and then I was like, this, I don't really like cages. I'll just go back to, oh, really? someone told me that they're dangerous. Like they're hard yeah. to get out of. So then I just it's switched dangerous. them back yeah. to regular pedals.
0: Okay. Um, yes. Cages. I've only ever used cages like at a, like, at, like uh, indoor bike kind of thing, but they do seem like they'd be dangerous. Um, so you're, you're clipped in at this point. Um, do you find like, Do you notice it like that's more efficient do you do you find like you're going up the hills faster? did like you know do you tip over do you fall over yeah so my
1: first clipton ride Mm -hmm. was amazing like my roommate told me maybe you should practice before you go on your bike ride and i was like oh like i practice a little it's fine it's good i mean ross and chris wears these all the time (laughs) and so i go on my first bike ride in it was amazing going into work. Like I felt like I was a car. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I could keep up with them. Mm-hmm. I did not. I wouldn't say I didn't get out of breath, but I just remember feeling I had more energy. Like I could, mm-hmm. I could do. I couldn't necessarily. I didn't feel like I was necessarily going faster. I just yeah. feeling like I was exerting less energy to do the same thing I was doing, and yeah. that was amazing. Um, but on the ride back the same day mm-hmm. it was when I had my first fall. Okay. So we we were i had only practiced the stopping and unclipping stopping and unclipping but um oh unclip and stopping i unclip and then you stop
2: okay Okay. but we hit
1: a red light abruptly Mm -hmm. and i put my brakes on before i had unclipped and i couldn't figure out like how to necessarily (laughs) unclip unclip quickly quickly. and i did this slow fall on my side and ross looked up looked down at me and it was like you're fine you're fine get up get up and I because i was fine but yeah. i was like confused what happened yeah. like, <laughs> how do you fall like sideways on your bike and there was you know a line of cars behind us and luckily yeah. the right when we were first in line of those cars because yeah. i said we abruptly stopped at yeah. that red light and i was like you're fine you're fine and i was like okay okay and i just got up and pipe, got on and just went yeah. like i didn't even clip back in like i was just i gotta go um because it, it turned red it turned green mm-hmm And that's when I realized I probably should have practiced a bit more (laughs) before because I hadn't practiced the stop and unclip method. Mm -hmm. I only practiced the unclip and stop method.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Practicing. I advise everyone to practice unclipping as much as you can before you do a ride kind of thing. Um, So, yeah. And I imagine it would have been you'd been more efficient, more efficient doing the ride because you're clipped in. You're on a nice road bike, so so you got. Did you get the nice road bike and the cycling shoes at the same time?
1: Oh yeah, because I okay, had all the, the full. Okay, to use. okay. I know it's amazing. I just well, it took that long for me to get all the biking stuff. But yeah. when I did, I just dived right in. Like I didn't know that clip-ons were considered. You know, sometimes something you need to practice mm-hmm. and like more experienced biking. I was just like, well, that's what everyone around me is wearing. Like, okay, I might as well. I might have texted Ross or Chris, being like what should I buy? You know, I have this much.
0: Um, and, and a lot of people do like many people don't know what to get. Like if you, you weren't in that realm, people weren't given like, what do I get? Like, what kind of, should I, what kind of shoes what kind of pedals should I get? Like you might even know there were other types of pedal systems to use. Um, so either way, you're clipped in, you do your ride, uh, to work. Um, and then, uh, but you still have the, the, um, the hybrid, just like at home chill accent right now. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, so you're still just commuting to work. This is uh 2017 you're mm-hmm. commuting now. Um, mostly fully kitted in now. Like you've got like a full cycling kit and kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I had, I had shorts and I had one of my bike Virginia jerseys. Right. Cause you already so. had
0: jerseys. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, were you actually using the back pockets?
1: Um, I had, so I had a backpack on me at all times. Okay. Okay. So, and I put a little reflecting thing on the backpack because I still, I mean, I feel like I staged a lot of it at work, but I still took stuff to work. Okay. Um, Ross had a better system where he had like, not panniers, but like bags on his bike to use. Ah, okay. Um, I was actually the only one that was wearing a backpack. (laughs) Um, again, no judgment. It was great. Um,
0: yeah.
1: And I, I I guess I carried my phone, my wallet. See, I also didn't have a, I still only have a smart um, bike. So I have my phone with Strava on it. Ah,
0: okay. Okay. So you're, okay. I was using that. So no, no, no bike computer. Okay. Um, And I guess you had your phone like mounted to your handlebars or did you, were you just like in your back? In in your your back. Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. I kind of used Ross and Chris to tell me how fast (laughs) I was going.
0: (laughs) Um, I'm sure that they would have. Giving you that information, um, so um, you're commuting to work. This is uh, 2017, um, and uh, at what point do you start doing the yawn at dawn?
1: So I started doing the yawn at dawn um, much later. Yeah, probably uh, is it 18, 2018, 2019. Okay, because I would bike and I would bike the five miles to meet up with them, and I knew. If I was late to meeting them up, if mm-hmm. a big crowd of people come around where the BMFA is, like a mm-hmm. swarm of bikers. Yeah. and I would I didn't know it was this Friday six thirty the six thirty thing. Yeah. All I know was like there's a swarm of bikers, so I must be late because I never see the swarm of bikers uh, okay. if I am on time. Okay. So uh I, I knew Yonadon before I even knew it was Yonadon, and I thought it was really cool. I'm like, cool, I'm not the only one up this early biking, like yeah. this can't be too ridiculous if all these other people are up early biking. Um, and I, then I started once, um, I moved, so I was living in Carytown, and then I moved five miles out of Carytown, and then okay. I moved over over the bridge, essentially, to Bon Air area. Oh,
0: okay, yeah, okay. And.
1: Um, I was still bike commuting, but it was more difficult because now instead of five miles before meeting Ross, uh, I was uh, more like seven or eight miles before meeting Ross because I had a bike. uh, What's that trail? The James River Trail. Like the bike, the.
0: Wait, the Riverside?
1: Riverside Drive. I would bike Riverside Drive to meet up with him.
0: Where where was the meet spot then? Roughly.
1: It was like at Broad Rock. Um, It was where that bicycle. It's not Outpost, but the other Coquay. bicycle on Forest Hill. Kokui. Co- yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. Because they had, they'd have to come across the bridge. Yeah. have to come across the bridge one way. That, okay. You meet at Kokui, and then what Broadwalk down to, to, Iron to, bridge. to Iron Bridge. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Um. Uh, right. Cause you've got a longer, okay. I see, what you're, I see where you're going. At. Okay.
1: Yeah. So that made it, I mean, I had to leave at like 550. Like I had to leave even earlier, a mm-hmm. little earlier before then. And there were times that. My husband worked in Richmond, so he would let me sleep in a little bit sometimes, mm-hmm. and then he would drive to Richmond with my car and myself, and then mm-hmm. I would meet Ross before we hit over the bridge and then bike okay. with him there. Okay. Um, and then sometimes I would just leave from our apartment. Um, so that point in time, I never saw Yon at Dawn because I was not going- Right past that, them, yeah. Right past that. Mm-hmm. And before that, but even before I got the road bike, we were actually biking with Rachel for a bit when she worked for Chesterfield. She's okay. a, a, a racer like uh she
0: Wilson was... Rachel Wilson
1: Rachel I don't know, should know her last name she's a know. she races
0: yeah she okay was, she was really good
1: yeah like I, I would just try so hard to keep up with her <laughs> in my little like bike that now looking back like I wish I got to bike with her in my actual road bike. With the nice
0: road bike yeah
1: um because it was it was so cool biking with her but so you could just tell she was so experienced she was like the and Chris got that way too when he got on the biking teams like your bike and your body become like this one mm-hmm. movement that <laughs> I was just so enthralled with. And I was like, how, how does she do this? So
2: um,
1: we were so then but so Rachel left the county and then Chris left the county so it was just Ross and I. Mhm. And um, then I had moved out of the area to Bon Air, mm-hmm. So I had a bit longer of a commute. And that's when I started using the bus system a little bit. Cause okay. I can cut off that seven miles if I just took the bus. Okay. And I've, the problem is I think I still had to wake up at the same time. It didn't okay. really save me on the time. It just saved me on the effort. Yeah.
0: So you you take your, your bike on the bus. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. How did that work? You just, was that when they had like, the front rack you put yes. your bike on the okay
1: I had the front rack and had to figure that out early in the morning in the dark I was like I don't know how to use this thing but I'm sure the person driving the bus could tell me if I'm doing it wrong or I hope it stays on the bus hope I still have a bike when I get done with this type of thing
0: um yeah how was it that first time of like like did you just like I'm just gonna take the bus and just like you just showed up the one day to take the bus or did you like research like how to put your bike on there like which was it you like just winged it one day or like you looked into it to make sure like this would work and like the time worked
1: um i'm i'm kind of similar to what i've been doing most of my stuff i just winged it like i yeah yeah, i was like well this bus leaves at this time and it drops me off here at that time so as long as i have the money which Mm -hmm. also was a thing like i don't usually have coins around Mm -hmm. uh i could uh i could do it and i remember like like holding up the bus because the bus has to make certain times, but I yeah. might've been holding up cause I was trying to figure out how to how put get this put thing on. And yeah. maybe if I tried the bus route system when it wasn't dark in the morning, <laughs> I could have got a little better at doing that, but I, I didn't, I was like, okay, this is, this looks like, this is how it works. I, yeah. Okay. And that helped me out a lot during the winters. Cause I felt like winters were the hardest to commute. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah i mean you know uncomfortable temperatures kind of thing was there was there a temperature at some point you were like yep i'm not going to commute in this temperature or was it just you know if ross was riding you were just going to go
1: that was pretty much it i really relied on ross and chris if ross wasn't riding chris wasn't riding then i would if they are then it's like okay one time we biked into work and i get into work mm-hmm. and my supervisor was like why did you bike in today and i was like because they biked in today what do you mean she's like did you not know about the vortex that's coming this afternoon (laughs) evening and i was like what vortex some arctic vortex is coming She's like, did you not look at the weather and i was like um well they bike to work so i'm sure it's fine so like the whole day i got i heard all about the weather that was gonna get colder and colder Mm -hmm. as the day went on
0: um how did i guess was it was it manageable on your way back I guess it was it had to be manageable then. Yeah, it
1: was okay. manageable. I realized that um biking in the summer was hard because it was so hot. Like there was a day mm-hmm. we biked like in a hundred degrees and maybe it was hundred degrees because the heat oh, but, yeah. from the roads would come up. But I got to the point that I stopped like slathering myself in sunscreen. Like okay. I was just like putting on sunscreen because then you sweat it off like so quickly. <laughs> Um, so I just wore long sleeves. I just started wearing long sleeves and Mm -hmm. then just pour water on myself (laughs) and just have it evaporate as I bike. Um, and that usually worked when I showed up. One of the things I loved doing when I was biking in the city or biking through the city was meet up with a friend for ice cream or a restaurant after happy hour afterwards. Mm And she was, I would, she would bike, but she worked and lived in the city. Okay. So she didn't, it's she small. Yeah, wore small her work right. clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always came in with, with stuff and I was like, she's like, why are you wearing long sleeves? It's like 90 something <laughs> degrees outside. I was like, I'm just so tired of wearing sunscreen. And she's like, oh my gosh, you're biking so much that you're tired of wearing sunscreen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I just don't want to wear sunscreen anymore. So I'm just going to protect myself with long sleeves.
0: That's practical. Saves money eventually. Yeah. Um, uh you're commuting um you're still commuting to work uh community for us uh, and chris to actually go in um are you doing other riding at all you're riding right you're meeting your friend for for ice cream and beverage occasionally um are you doing are you still doing bike virginia at this point in time
1: i was doing bike virginia every year with my dad for the weekend okay and uh, it was, it was to get significantly easier once I got that road bike. Okay. Because I did come up to Richmond when I was still living in Blacksburg for a bike Virginia. And we did this thing at Pocahontas State Park and he, we did 60 miles, mm-hmm. you know, it was zero training and around 50 or so, maybe 40, like my dad was like, why, why are you slowing down? And I'm like, I don't know, because I've never biked 60 miles before. Like, I'm tired. He's like, because he actually trains for this, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm slowing down because I'm tired. <laughs> so, but then I got that road bike and mm-hmm. I, you know, it's, it was a game changer. Like, yeah. it's not that I felt like I was faster. It's yeah. just that I wasn't having this like hit by a wall mm-hmm. feeling that I would mm-hmm. constantly get doing these one-off 60 mile bike yeah. rides.
0: Um, yeah it's easier you're not you're not using as much energy to to do the ride so you could potentially ride longer yeah right, get to your destination not as wiped out um uh so did you ride to the grocery store did you ever commute to the grocery store i
1: know? when i when i lived in Carytown, mm-hmm. um, those are days i would have like weekend no driving days where i would just walk to the grocery store or okay. walk to different places or bike okay. to different places um but I know I was kind of jealous that Ross started doing that. He would do like these pickups with mm-hmm. his bicycle. But I was in a situation where it's, it's not, not possible. Um,
0: that makes sense. Yeah.
1: But I think when I lived in Carytown, I would I would try to bike. It's just it was for some reason. It's, you know you're wearing a backpack, getting <laughs> the food and, and all the food you want in a backpack. It became significantly more difficult. I think I just ate out a lot in Japan. I don't think I ever had my fridge full of food okay so so yeah i was doing mostly commuting to work and then um there was bike virginia that i finally was prepared for and then my parents started to do something in shenandoah called the shenandoah fall
0: festival festival Festival. yeah which is like next weekend or the fall yeah Mm mid-october
1: yeah and that was also something i started doing with them because i was just right next door yeah yeah Mm
0: -hmm. Um, and that's that's a one day event, right? It's a one day, one day ride.
1: It's a weekend ride. Oh, it's yeah, a week- so Saturday, okay. And okay. Sunday.
0: Okay. Um, how was that? Did you did you find how was that? Because that also sounds like anything Shenandoah sounds like there's mountains and or lots of climbing.
1: Yes, yes, there was a lot of that. Okay. Um, I think I'm not sure when they started doing that. I don't remember doing it on my uh old bike. Okay. But I do remember it being just as hilly as the stuff we were doing back in Floyd when I did that Bike Virginia. So um, it was okay because it was just a weekend and I usually uh, did a shorter ride with my mom or a longer ride with my dad. So it wasn't as. Bike Virginia just felt more intense. (laughs) Um, And maybe the sheer amount of people also made the difference. There's just more people that do Bike Virginia.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a crap well. There have been a crap ton of people doing Bike Virginia, yeah. Because um, I think this is the f- they didn't do one twenty 2020, twenty, no twenty twenty one, and they're doing a. I guess in a, I don't know if it's an abbreviated Bike Virginia this month or or last month. Mm. They finally brought it back. Um,
1: I think they canceled it this year.
0: Well, so there was one that, that that's what I'm saying. Like I think they did one in um like. Not the same time, like so. Though I was like August or September. Maybe. Uh, way, anyway, maybe they did close it. I might be mixed up. Either way, my understanding is that it's coming back.
1: Yes. Yes. I'm looking forward to it next year.
0: Um, did you do any other events in this time?
1: Um. No. I think. I think between Ross and Chris, I was slowly getting introduced to the the biking scene. Mm-hmm. Um. Because. Uh. I. I got nominated for commute of the year the first first year. Cool. Okay. And um, I didn't win, but I realized that there was a lot of people that did commute because they had a whole like list mm-hmm. of other people yeah. in the nominations. <laughs> and one of them I think I biked back past one day on my on my commutes, because we talked about how he worked for an architectural firm and mm-hmm. we were biking, and that's the one that ended up winning. And then one time I was biking I was biking when I was living out of Bon Air coming back from work and you know meet other bikers biking on that Riverside Drive. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, where'd you bike from? And I'm like, I think I said just Pocahontas State Park, like something that people yeah. recognize yeah. in like the courthouse. Yeah. Um, and they're like, what? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like 20 miles. They're like, you you should get the bike commuter award and i was like i was nominated <laughs> um, you haven't met my other commute bike rides they, they do the same too yeah um i don't like i kept telling people i don't bike 20 miles because it's like i really wanted to do this long bike ride it's yeah. like that just happens to be where i live and this just happens to be where i work so this just happens to be the distance that i am biking <laughs>
0: guess I'll, yeah i guess this happens to be the distance okay that's a commitment to commuting it just so happens to be that's the distance you want to commute either way as opposed to how far is it to work okay i guess i can commute that kind of thinking of that and the yeah can i do it suppose i'm going to do it and it just happens to be what i have to do to do it yeah um, kind of thing
1: i mean i would say ross and chris they definitely commuted to work more often than mm-hmm. i did um but i also did five miles more than them each day when <laughs> i did it i think i tried to do it three days in a row one time yeah i was so, that's 40 miles for three days. I guess this is what it might be what it feels like for mm-hmm. people that do those, yeah. those week long events. I was so tired. Yeah. I mean, getting up before 6 a.m. for three days in a row and getting back at 6 p.m., like, it, I was really proud of myself for doing three days, but I can say this is not sustainable. Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, because you're like, you're like, because you're saying like you leave stuff at work. You were leaving like you you didn't yes, have time to set up. I like multiple, as multiple
1: clothes to work and multiple like three days worth of food and like just kind of. Uh, people, my coworkers were like, "Do not bring a wardrobe, like a Chester dress, dresser, yeah. to work, because we're going to be really concerned if you're going to move in here." Like. <laughs> Because I was bringing clothes, I was bringing food, I was taking showers, <laughs> like, wow. you know,
0: uh, I left shoes. After doing my first commute to work, I left my work shoes at work. And in fact, I actually no longer wore my work shoes to work even when I drove in. I just like left the like the kind of the dressier shoes under my desk. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep, that's a weight I never have." And so even when I drove in, like I drive in with tennis shoes and then put on the, the dress shoes when I actually Smart. got into work. Um, saving on the weight kind of thing. So uh, I can see how that could make sense to kind of leave some stuff to set up, but that could get taxing challenging if you're multiple days of having to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, were you still eating? Did you continue with the, the scarfing down the granola bar um Um, i
1: actually stopped doing that because i realized i could probably save five minutes of more sleeping time if i didn't get there five minutes early so i actually would started doing 20 miles on nothing in the morning okay yeah
0: how did that did that seem like did that seem tolerable like just
1: it seemed tolerable in the sense that my tolerance level for biking was higher than most Okay. Uh, I took my like now husband on a bike ride at the Capitol Trail, mm-hmm. you know, so we can bike together. He's yeah. not a fan of like biking on the road, mm-hmm. and it was around lunchtime, and I was like, no, no, we can just wait to eat until we get home. Like, let's do another <sighs> ten more miles, do this thing, and we came back, and my roommate said, like, like he looked really hungry and really miserable, <laughs> and I'm like, well, yeah, I'm hungry, but that's just how you feel when you bike. Like, yeah. like I just got used to biking while you're hungry, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Because running suppresses my appetite. Like if I'm hungry and I go on a run, I, I don't eat an hour or two later. And then it hits me. And it's like, oh my gosh, I need to eat. Yeah. But biking doesn't suppress my appetite.
0: You still need, you'll still get hungry. I can be actually
1: ride. hungry while biking. But I can't be hungry while running. Like I think really? it's that up and down movement of your stomach maybe. is just kind Ooh, of. that could. Yeah, that, I
0: could see how that having some kind of effect on that. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I know I've been hungry on a ride. That is not, yeah, I've definitely been hungry on a ride. Vastly, super hungry. This so is the um, first
1: time I actually took food with me to bike and eat mm-hmm, kind of thing. Which, okay. again, I probably should have practiced the whole biking and eating thing. It was when Bradley had a group of people do a 200-mile ride on the Capital Trail one summer. Okay. And they were doing, like, a Strava segment thing.
0: Um, um.
1: I mean, I feel like you could have been doing that with him. I don't know if he That was.
0: was, oh, God. Uh, that was with. I think I just heard that story with Mark North and some other people that he was trying to do the 200, uh, whatever the, the Capitol trail and, um, get the record or whatever at the time. But yes, I yeah. recall this, this story of him trying to do this. Yes.
1: Yeah. So Ross was saying like, you know, you've always wanted to bike, like I've been wanting to bike the hundred miles on the Capitol trail. I yeah. just didn't know like how, when to do it. Like I, you just go out and bike it and he's like this would be a good chance for you to go and bike it because i guess i'm not used to biking solo at this point mm-hmm. i was always commuting or doing bike for june my dad i guess yeah. the only solo i was doing when i was just biking to and from work sure um mm-hmm. and not in richmond but in blacksburg right, right so i was like okay sure so i woke up a ridiculous hour when they were starting and i was like well if they're doing 200 surely i can hold on for 100. And I had all my food laid out, but I had like candy bars in my (laughs) back, and I was like, I only had one water bottle because that's all my bike could hold, because I only had one cage.
0: Uh, Okay, wait. Okay, okay, keep going. So you had one, one bottle, one bottle. That's all you could have. Yeah, and I think
1: I had the other one in my bike shirt. Maybe I had two. I forget, because something about you probably want more water than this, but I only had one cage. (sighs) And luckily, Charles City had a place you could fill up for water. And, um, Ross started out with me for a little bit, but he wasn't going to do the whole thing that day anyway. And around like mile 25 is when I was just, it was, it was me. I kept up with them. I like to think around the first 20 miles. I don't know. All I know is that I got behind and I didn't really care much to try to like catch up up because I would have to go even faster just to keep up with them to get to the point where I can keep up with them at a slower pace. So I was like, this is just not going to happen. Yeah. So I, I biked the whole way there and back and, okay. and, uh, my chocolate bar did melt. I realized that you don't take chocolate. Mm-hmm. And, um, but other than that, it was.
0: So wait, you bike all of the way to Mm-hmm. Nice. And back. Okay. Nice. Okay. So I
1: did the hundred miles.
0: So wait, um, so prior to that, you'd only done like 60, right? That was like your, that was clearly your longest. Those
1: are like once a year events uh, with my okay. dad. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Um. So you do this 100, but it sounds like, what, around 25-ish, you're then doing this on your own until you get to Jamestown. I guess they pass you on their way. They have to pass you Yeah, way. they
1: passed me. Um, so there was a high schooler also biking with me until <laughs> probably when we turned around at Jamestown mm-hmm. in maybe like mile 75. Like at some point, it's like, okay, high schooler, I think you know what you're doing. Like, you're fine on your own. I'm going to be all on my own type of thing. Okay. And, I felt like I could. and then at the very end... It's not really at the very end. I yeah. probably before around that three mile park that that's there. I forget where I was. Yeah, four, miles, uh, four right, mile. Four mile. Apart. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is where they passed me going back to do another hundred miles. Oh, so Right? Had, yeah. Yeah. They'd they already finished, gone. Finished. Yeah. Turned around and come back. Yeah. And I was like, "Hi, I'm well, I'm almost there at the end, and I've stopped it at 100." Uh. <laughs> um, so that was yeah, So that's when they passed me.
0: Okay. Um. So when you're doing this and you're essentially, so you you had this high schooler with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, did the high schooler seem proficient? Did it seem like they they knew what they were like? They could ride well enough.
1: Um, yeah, he seemed fine. He was friends with Bradley. I, okay. I forget how the connection was. Um, he he seemed to know what he's doing, but I feel like just like me, we were both kind of new at this. We weren't there to to. I don't even know if he was going for the two hundred. I'm not really sure. Okay. But
0: he was not new to whoever that was was not new to cycling. It, yeah. he, he wasn't new to okay. cycling. I don't think. um, Were you all stopping? Were you stopping at all the rest stops? Or because there's there's Charles City Courthouse, um, you can stop at you know the grill, Cole's Courthouse I stopped grill. at
1: the yeah. grill. They weren't okay. open because okay. it was so early, but they did have that the, water, the water fill up, which the, yeah. I was very grateful mm-hmm. for. Include. I was glad that was there, mm-hmm. and then stopped at the end at Jamestown to see that zero marker. Right. Yeah. Cool.
0: Yeah uh did you get anything to eat at the jamestown center was that even that was open by then right
1: i don't know okay so, i okay. finished around 10 o'clock i believe so
0: wait wait finish the like you got to jamestown at 10 o'clock or you finished no, the finished century the 10 o'clock?
1: i think it was 10 time it time was something time? like i was like oh my gosh it started still... gonna get hot it started to get hot toward the end and i was really glad
0: i'd imagine it might <laughs> have been 11, a bit yeah i might have admitted a letter um that's it. The, you know, depend on what time you all started. I remember right? being
1: really early. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um. So you you do this thing. You finish this hundred mile ride, which is colossal, right? Really. Yeah. Um.
1: And I kind of just finish it, and there was like no one there. There was no so fanfare like, or anything like that. <laughs> hey, like I know you're here to walk the trail, but could you take a picture of me? <laughs> like I just did a hundred miles. So and it was about lunchtime when we got back because I my uh. Boyfriend was there and he made me lunch. He's like, "Okay, you're gonna get a burger for what you did."
0: Aw, it's nice of him. Um, because there's a sign. I can't think of where it is at. There's a sign that you can that shows like how many miles you rode, or you can like flip it up. The I think that's by the. Is that by the mural? Is that by the the flood wall? There's a sign somewhere on the trail mm-hmm. that you can like, and it shows like goes all the way up to 52, and you can like flip the numbers. And like show what your miles was and take a picture. Whoa,
1: that's cool.
0: And I feel like it's by the flood wall. I I feel like if you get off the trail, cross 14th street, and then there's a parking lot that's by the, I guess it's a hotel or something, some building. And then when you get up to where the murals are, Mm -hmm. you know the murals, right? Yeah. And I think it's right over there. I think it's over there. I think it's like a metal fence thing. And I think that's where that's at. It's a little sign, so you have to do another hundred miles, yes. and then you can flip the sign to whatever your mile yeah, is. Yeah,
1: that that would have that that would, that sounds awesome. Like, I definitely would love to do the, the Capitol Trail again because I ended up doing it with a friend later okay. with panniers, and we actually biked to Jamestown area mm-hmm. and then camped. Okay, and then bike back the next day. Oh, nice! And that was really fun. Awesome. Uh, the awkward part was putting panniers on my road bike. Okay, because that was. Putting a lot more weight on thinner wheels.
0: Okay, so it wasn't. It wasn't. You didn't have any like like fork mounts or anything like that. You had to like strap them just to the forks or something like that to put Um, on there.
1: Yeah, I bought a uh, what do you call it? A back back thing that you could put through your back of your bike. Uh, Uh, is this a rack? A rack. Rack. Like a bike bike rack in the back of the. Bike, and then i can attach the panniers to it
0: right okay right because they can go in the wow. rear as well right okay um uh so okay well, all right, you you do this hundred mile ride um with with the crew and them trying to do their 200 yeah um and then you feel accomplished i assume yeah okay. that was awesome um do you think about like doing more long rides you're just like you know it's a one and done maybe that'll happen again because clearly it does yeah um i
1: don't think i've done 100 since then oh really okay yeah okay i think that was um that was the one that was the one thing but it wasn't that i i actively think i don't want to do 100 Mm -hmm. it's just that i mean when i think of doing 100 i don't think of being on the road for that long i guess okay i don't have anything 100 miles to go to (laughs) (laughs) right yeah
0: if 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 most rides are a commute there's a destination (laughs) then yes like doing a hundred for 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 distance sake may not i could see that not crossing your mind kind of thing um uh so you go back and you're and when is this when is this that you do this is this 2018 2019 It's not 2018 2018
1: it it, it could be 2018. okay 2017 is when i did the most commute ride okay 37 times 2018 i dropped it back down okay um in 2019 was down to like 10 like it because it just got harder as i lived out in bonaire okay um for me to meet up with ross i mean he was commuting all the time yeah okay um but i didn't commute as often as they did but okay. uh, and then i made two more commutes in 2020 before i stopped commuting <laughs> so um um but i i love yeah. the the stories that came out of it and it was really because of that, that it got me into knowing about Yana Like when I wasn't mm-hmm. commuting, I was suddenly free Friday mornings mm-hmm. to go meet up for Yana And then yeah. people talked me about the the Carry Town um, mm-hmm. uh, rides that happen on Saturday, or yeah. the robber rides, the APC mm-hmm. ride. So mm-hmm. when I stopped commuting, it freed up time. Cause like, why would I do this on the weekends when I had just biked like 40 miles on, during the week? Yeah. Um, it just didn't cross my mind to do cause I was always doing like running clubs.
0: Okay. Okay. So, um, so yeah, so that, that gets question of it and you have got into it. It's like, so how did the pandemic affect the commuting and cycling? Um, so were you no longer going into the office anymore and that's, that like snubbed the, the commuting kind of thing?
1: Um, it was a little bit of that. And also we had moved to a place, uh, that was that was even further out from the Bonnet area or out okay. to like uh, I would say um, like Swift Creek Reservoir area oh okay. okay yeah so I was out there and uh, it just made it difficult I was I knew moving I would not so the first time we moved I like Put a circle around where we met. I was like, I can only live within these five miles. You know, like, (laughs) I have to be able to bike. And then I knew the second place we moved to was like, I know it's not going to be possible to meet up with Ross. Because at this point in time, I was, like, closer to work because I was further out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I'm exchanging, like, a bike ride for a shorter drive commute. Yeah so that's kind of what that what happened with that decision
2: okay all right
1: but we did my husband and i during the pandemic we were bike around the neighborhood okay and it was really yeah. fun because it was this new neighborhood and um i don't know like maybe kids would be outside playing in their yards but we didn't really see anyone or meet okay. anyone during the pandemic and but later on like a year later i was doing this paddle boarding and the woman's like, "Oh yeah, you used to live in this neighborhood, right? Like you were the bikers. <laughs> like apparently, people knew of us as the people that just biked around the neighborhood." I was like, "Oh, that's so cute." So we didn't really see anyone, but they all saw us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one time, I got queen of the mountain at one of the <laughs> the ride segments, and I think yeah. it's just because not many people bike out there. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa!" It, it has now since Guyton defeated, but okay. um, it's okay. we would uh, we would bike. Bike those roads, and that was really fun. Okay, um,
0: and that was through 2020. Right? Yeah. Okay, 2020. Um, uh, so then you're you knew of Yon at dawn, and so you you're, you you freed up your time, so you decided to to do a couple of the Yon at Dons. more than a couple. Yeah, a
1: couple. yeah. I started doing that, um, and it was it was great timing because I could do Yawn at dawn, and then put my bike on the back of my car mm-hmm. or in my car. I actually just got a bike rack um last christmas which was great but i was like literally putting my bike in my car and go off to work so okay and people that knew me were like so are you gonna now commute to work and i'm like uh, considering how late it is and it takes me an hour and a half from here to. Bu- i'm not commuting back into work right now like i don't i will be late to work if that was the case yeah <laughs> like if i was commuting i would be leaving at 6 a.m
0: yeah yeah from from there i suppose i would have taken more time because we finished 7 30 yeah right yeah. Um, you would have had to haul ass. Um, so yeah, exactly. The first time. Um, were you signed up to do Bike Virginia? Because I know it got canceled. Mm-hmm. Have you already signed up to do Bike Virginia in 2020 prior to it being canceled?
1: Um, I had not, but my parents had. Okay. So they're the ones that had to, what do you call it, delay that?
0: The, yeah, their registration. Years after
1: year. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: and my dad now uses Bike Virginia as a warm up for Rob. Not Rob, a uh, rag bride.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, So he
1: does bike Iowa. Okay, um, and he uses bike Virginia as a warm up for bike Iowa.
0: Ooh, okay. And I he mean... was
1: doing bike Iowa before he started doing bike Virginia. Which okay, was all before I even moved to Virginia. Okay, <laughs>
0: so so he's okay. He's yeah, he drinks deeply of the sauce if he's doing that much riding. Yes, <laughs> so, do you think you would do rag bride?
1: Um, I don't know. I think. I like the concept of it, but uh, I I don't know how I feel about biking. It's interesting. I love biking to places, like having a destination. But the mm-hmm. idea of biking for a week, I, I don't know. It just seems it seems so like a lot.
0: It, yeah, it is a lot. There's no it's no getting around it being a lot. <laughs> um, so
1: maybe I really would understand the meaning of those bikes shorts <laughs> you know the need of them
0: you would appreciate them yes after like the third day you'd be like yeah these are great to have um but yeah its i mean it's across the state so it's you know it's riding kind of to a destination you know you ride somewhere and then you ride a little further west i believe i think it goes to goes west mm-hmm. um, have you have you done it i have not but i've had enough people tell me about this thing yeah. that it does sound it does sound adventurous it does sound awesome between the the amount of fanfare the amount of support that's that's for it to kind of go across and um you know the yeah the the festival on the wheels i suppose mm-hmm. is what I've, I've i mean heard. that's the guess
1: the sense i get from my dad he talks about the pancakes he eats every morning and you know there's biking somewhere happening in there
0: mm-hmm. um but the thing to think about you know close it, hopefully we'll continue on and, and perhaps we'll we'll both get to see it at some point in time yeah um, yeah
1: that would be cool
0: um um, are you so you know more? Are you still commuting? Oh, wait, no, you're not commuting, right? You're yeah, right. You're
1: not commuting. I'm not commuting. Yeah. um, right. which, like, I I get that that's what gave me the love of biking is mm-hmm. really just my dislike of driving, but then. <laughs> Moving to Richmond and finding a community of bikers that do a lot of different type of biking yeah. has just really kind of like, oh no, this is an actual sport and this mm-hmm. is like something you do for exercise. And I was always using running as like the thing Your I do exercise. for exercise. Like if I wanted to work out, I would just go run. But I like the biking aspect of things. Mm-hmm. I like the community. I like the people that meet at, you know, mm-hmm. uh, get muffins and cinnamon rolls afterwards. Like it's, uh, it's great. And that's when I got into all those other, you know, hearing about Raba and mm-hmm. the different rides. And my husband and I went out to, did the ride to Asheville and back one day. And mm-hmm. that was great.
0: Awesome. Um, yeah, they have rides going up, going up north to, to, to Asheville almost every day. I think there's a ride going to Asheville. Wow. think yeah. Every day in some capacity, either in the morning or in the afternoons throughout the, because it's just, the roads are, I don't say to call them safe, but like it's roads we all know. So there's a number of routes that can be plotted that kind of go from here, from Henrico up to to Ashland and and back to some capacity. Um, uh, And uh, wait, where was I going to ask you? Yawn at Dawn? No, you did some rabbit rides. You made it to some CBC rides? Yes. Um,
1: I did that. I mean, I say once or twice. I forget how many times I really. I really enjoyed it when I did it. Okay, it was great. Okay, um, and then there was a. Well, I did an offshoot. There was a, maybe a CBC ride in, like the women's on Sunday. I did that one time. Got invited by a friend.
0: Is that out of um?
1: Short pump area. Yeah, the
0: short pump. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they still have that. Uh, the and so that off. was just,
1: it. Was just different biking in that capacity than it was commuting. Mm-hmm. So commuting. There was constantly stop signs or stoplights, and it was just like let's get to work. But when you go to group rides, there's positions of how you ride, either how close or not mm-hmm. close, and then there's, you know, everyone says clear, and people just turn right, and I mean it's just like a big, big group. I was didn't know how to ride in in bigger groups. I was mm-hmm. used to like like three people biking. Mm-hmm. And um, the different calls you say, Mm -hmm. you know, if there's stuff in the road and uh, it's, it was really cool because it was just, I'm surprised how different it felt. And, and it it helped me with endurance because when you're commute riding, I literally am stopping at all the stop signs. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. then I
1: finally, even though I was biking 20 miles, Mm -hmm. like I was stopping. So when I was finally biking 20 miles, not stopping. Yeah. It felt much harder yeah i was like oh so this is what it feels like to not stop <laughs> to just continually bike like if you're on a trainer inside mm-hmm. yeah and i didn't realize how how like much better that was to get me in shape like mm-hmm. or how like maybe mm-hmm. less in shape i was when i said <laughs> i commute 20 miles i really am like stopping and going stopping and going
0: uh it is still huge to commute 20 miles just whether you're stopping <laughs> all the time or not let's not take away from that um, but yes there is a bit of a difference of 20 miles straight or you know 10 miles straight and then 10 miles back with minimal stops kind of thing Yeah, um, as opposed to um, an urban ride where there's stops everywhere kind of thing or you know, you're banning all the traffic laws mm-hmm. um, kind of thing um, and for bike month this year you led one of the you led an event for bike month this year okay
1: yeah about i feel like i mean we did it in october and the first one i did was the previous year in may mm-hmm. before the pandemic um, okay. I did the ice cream bike tour. Okay, so that was inspired because that's what I did with my friend We met up after my commute at okay. a different ice cream shop And I was like cool like you could bike to all these places like how about I do an ice cream bike tour and um, Ross really helped me out supported me with that and um, practically led it last time okay. and mm-hmm. And it's just really fun to meet other people biking and also encouraging a, an ice cream bike tour you know one year we had a guy had his two kids in tote and he's like this is great could we do this like once a week and i was like you could do this once a week." <laughs> but you got families together you got kids together you got yeah. people like i said in spandex like the biker bikers together yeah. and then you mm-hmm. got people in like casual biking together because everyone loves ice cream yeah
0: like,
1: so so that was that was really cool and i hope to be able to continue something like that awesome. uh how
0: many bikes how many ice cream places do you go to uh
1: usually three okay yeah um,
0: okay uh and i've had i don't normally eat ice cream uh one i am uh try to live a dairy-free life um lactose intolerant um but i learned gelati celesti
1: i was going to say like they have some yeah, dairy-free they have dairy-free options, options
0: right? yes um there's a dairy-free chocolate there's a dairy-free like peach mm. raspberry flavor and i thought there was one other dairy-free option they don't always have in stock um, but I've been to the one in uh, on Grove
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, a bunch of times. Um, there's another ride I've been on a Cookies and Cream ride, and they go out there. and Then they go to Insomnia there's Cookie after. There's a Cookies after. and Cream ride. It's a Cookies and Cream ride. Um, it's on uh, goodness Tuesday nights. It starts at eight. It starts at is it starts at eight? It started at eight p.m. And by time I've not done it in like three weeks, maybe four weeks. But by time you got to uh the gelati celestial grove you need to have your front bike lights on um and then once we leave there you cl- you need to have your lights yeah your lights on and then we go to the insomnia cookie um at vcu near mm-hmm. near vcu on grace um and then people get cookies expensive cookies yeah oh yeah that's um, delicious and uh and it's a social pace we you know we we but you, know, you
1: start at 8 p.m
0: yeah it's a yeah it's a, it's so
1: a, the ice cream shops open that late mm-hmm. oh okay it's at 8
0: p.m i believe it's 8 p.m they start gathering at seven thirty, and then the ride starts at 8 p.m is what i recall mm-hmm. not it's either that or it starts at seven thirty. but either way it's end up being in the dark i don't know if they adjust that time because i only started doing that like a couple months ago so i don't know if they'll yeah. adjust that time for winter yeah. um but uh there's still ice cream rides that's awesome you find would uh, like awesome. to join at some point in time yeah and i guess like. another
1: bike ride i participated in once just once or twice but i really like the concept is the the breakaway one ah, mm-hmm. where people would start at different parts of richmond and then mm-hmm. end up coming together mm-hmm. um that was convenient for me because i could get back from work and still make it to that okay. or even like i think one day i might have commuted to the breakaway event and did the bakery event like so um because it was it was in the evenings and it was convenient because it was always some one of the hubs would be closer to me type of thing because they had a few around
0: right different different starts yeah um yeah i don't know if they've i don't think there's been a breakaway ride this year has there been a breakaway ride um there was i know
1: i just haven't been able to participate in it but i do get those emails and i'm like cool that's still happening (laughs)
0: um yeah it is good to see the all the the different social rides um uh that are kind of happening for for people to enjoy a ride, get ice cream, socialize and that kind of thing. Um, and still get some activity in. Um, so I'm glad that we have them that not everything is a, you know, balls to the walls, 20 miles an hour, you know, ride to to whatever place and back kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, do you, have you gotten more kit? Are you still in the same, have you still used the same kit that you bought? originally back in 2017
1: yeah i i still i have not um expanded my wardrobe as much um oh no i have though i bought i forget it was at the uh woman's ride on the sunday that i was in the Carytown bike shop and i bought those really big long socks mm-hmm. so at that point i was just wearing my running socks mm-hmm. and i was like i see I've been, all these bikers wear these longer like and I asked Ross one time, I'm like, why? Is there something like to protect your leg? And he's like, they just look cool. Yeah. And I <laughs> bought one and I was like, sure. And now, you know what? I think they look really cool. And I, um, my niece commented on it because she comes and buy, bikes the Shenandoah one with us. And she's like, you have the highlighter socks. So uh, just last year, I bought myself another pair and bought yeah. her a pair yeah. of these, these, uh, these highlighter socks yeah. that I really like. And I was like, oh, I see why bikers like these things.
0: I think there's probably some benefit to the compression, right, on the leg, right? There's probably some That's slight also benefit. That's I was thinking like
1: runners even have compression socks, but.
0: Um, yeah, because I. Ankle high? Mine are a little bit above the ankle. Uh, I think mine come to about an ankle. I don't have them like, you know, mid-calf or anything like that. Yeah, I don't Okay. don't what that um, uh, What's your earliest memory of biking? that you can recall
1: my earliest memory was um my dad pushing me down the hill in our yard to teach us how to bike okay we had these bicycles and we need to get off training wheels so you Mm -hmm. need to learn how to balance Mm -hmm. so you don't want your kid to fall in the road balancing so and you need to get speed to balance so what he did was the hill in our yard okay and he would start us on top of the hill and let go and we would bike until we fell or we got balanced. And that was my first memory of how my dad taught us how to bike without training wheels. You know, now they have those like balance bikes, you know, yeah. that you mm-hmm. can like get kids to learn how to balance before training, mm-hmm. they don't have to even do training wheels. Mm-hmm. But that's one of my first memory. And my second one that I actually remember was biking uh, Caves Cove with my dad. So okay. Caves Cove is a place up in the Smokies. They shut it down once a week to cars and let okay. bikers bike. Okay. My dad and my whole family did that together one time. Okay.
0: Um, and you, you rode as a family. Okay.
1: Yeah. Oh, awesome. I think I was like in sixth grade. I Ooh, being a thing. okay.
0: Okay. It's pretty young. Was um, it 10? 11? The yeah. I was,
1: you know, I had a Walmart bike, you know, I, you know, I didn't have a road bike until 2017. Yeah. So, um, but there's a picture of me, and I was wearing a helmet. So I was also Aww. someone got me a helmet then too. I think I remember wearing a helmet then.
0: Oh. Um. Uh. And uh, I guess I'll. i You've not been riding as much now. Yes. Not, right.
1: Yeah, I've had to take the the summer off.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, but the expectation is that you 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 come back strong when it's when you're allowed to do so, right?
1: That's yes, quite. I'm excited for the fall because. Mm-hmm. When I started bike commuting around September time, it rapidly got cold. Mm -hmm. And I mean I think I remember commuting once and then like waiting a month to do it again. Like it wasn't something that like, okay, I'm gonna join you every day now. Um, so I was really biking commuting in the winter time when I first got used to bike commuting. Okay. And then it wasn't until getting through that first summer, going back in the fall again, that I was like, Whoa, this is why people enjoy biking. Like Mm -hmm. the first time I wasn't too hot. The first time I wasn't too cold, like it yeah. was, it was like such little less effort when you don't have to deal with the weather conditions because mm-hmm. the fall was just so just nice right. Yeah, and I am looking forward to biking in the fall again. Um,
0: uh, so I will say, um, for this year, there's been a, a number of folks, uh, that have mentioned, I don't know how cold you want to get with your riding, that, the. There may be some Rogue on it dawn's past. This <sighs> the season, end of the season, um, so we'll we'll probably be calling it calling it quits in official rides in like two or three weeks. Yeah, um, but then some folks have talked about still meeting, you know, the six thirty. So yeah, um, I think
1: some people last year went October first, like you know, kind mm-hmm. of like kind of. I know it gets a little dark, dark or mm-hmm. darker, but yeah, I just I just love the weather in the fall for biking and. I'm hoping to catch some of the tail ends of Yana Dawn. Uh
0: we'll we'll be around. But I I mentioned that in that um if you're you're in the Facebook group you may see someone post about like, let's go ride and it's like first week or second week of October kind of thing. Um Mm -hmm. you know, uh and and I hope they stick to same one hour ride kind of thing. Um but uh you may still get a chance to to do some Yana Dawns. Um rogue Yana Dawns before the year's out. Um Uh, wait. Earliest memories. Your earliest memories. Your bike ride. Uh, the hybrid's still at home somewhere. The hybrid's still.
1: Yeah, the hybrid's actually with my mother-in-law because she wanted a bike to bike on and um do some casual because she saw she saw me like biking a lot more and getting into it. So I was like, hey, you could you could take my old bike. Okay. Um, unfortunately, it's just it's just I what I eventually feel like I'll do is end up donating the parts somewhere because it is just not that good of a bike to be biking on Um,
0: somebody would use that bike it when it may not be in comparison to your nice road bike yeah uh, somebody would be quite happy to have that bike to continue commuting on
1: it was ridiculous i still have the bike brakes from this incident when i was biking on it with Ross and Chris, mm-hmm. I got a flat tire. Yeah. um, one of the, And that's the great thing about biking in a group is that I have someone to help me like right, stop years. the bike, yep. do the thing. And we were, you know, on our commute in the morning. So we just mm-hmm. pulled over at a gas station. We got it fixed. Mm-hmm. And then that was the first time someone actually looked over my bike. Yeah. Which was like Ross. And Ross looked up to me and said, you need new bike brakes. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, you shouldn't be able to squeeze all the way down before you have to stop. And I was like, oh... And so then I maybe that same day, like I the Molly is right there mm-hmm. in um off of Ironbridge. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, I think I need new bike brakes. guy looks at me and it was it that's was pretty, smooth. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh, that's not how they're supposed to look. <laughs> so and I don't so I don't think I changed the brakes since I had bought that bike. So of course it needed new bike brakes. Like I cannot believe how just like, okay, I'll just do this yeah. without but now I know, you know, bike, I get my bike tune-up every year, mm-hmm. you know, the, the stuff you wear, yeah. it's just, it's been really eye-opening, and a lot of it's because of the, uh, the awesome community of Richmond.
0: Yeah, um, but you don't, you, you may, you don't know, like, oh, I need to do the maintenance on this part, and then this part, kind of thing, until someone points that out, or you have something else to compare, to be like, oh, like, I maintain this other thing, like, maybe the bike needs some like, yeah so so yeah. yes until someone points it out and uh, like
1: i didn't know how much i would love a road bike until i actually was on one right you know and right. it was like oh so having that comparison mm-hmm. really helps
2: um,
1: and i've done some mountain biking since okay. then too my um i since i work out in Chesterville near pocahontas state mm-hmm. park they did these t- tuesday evening rides okay and the funny part was is that i didn't have a mountain bike but i wanted to go bike with people so I went down to Molly's and it was like, "Hey, can I like rent a mountain bike from you because I just want to do this bike ride?" Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, you can you can take one out the test ride, you know?" And I was like, "Okay, I'll take a mountain bike out the test ride." So I showed up to this biking thing, mountain mm-hmm. biking thing, and everyone thought I could mountain bike because the bike they gave so me nice. to <laughs> use was really nice. Yeah. Like I was like, "No, I've never mountain biked before." They're like, "Really?" And I was like, no, this is just a borrowed bike from the mm-hmm. bike shop. Yeah. But it did make me realize how awesome Pocahontas State Park is and how it's so close to where I work. And there's these awesome trails. And the, the club that met after work was mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So I actually ended up buying a mountain bike from a coworker. Okay. And these it's kind of like my, my first bike, a uh, road bike. Like it's my first bicycle that was a hybrid. Like this mountain bike that I got off a of coworker that's been sitting in the garage. Yeah. Is is steel. Okay. Like it it is every, every time I take it out to Pocahontas, people are like, Oh, I remember that twenty years ago. <laughs> you know, like that was like my first mountain bike. So it has very little suspension to it. Yeah. But it has the thick wheels that helps for the mountain biking aspect. Sure, yep. And um hey, it gets me out at Pocahontas and mm-hmm. doing the the rides. So I've been really enjoying that and realized that mountain bikers think road biking is the scariest thing ever. And road bikers mm-hmm. think mountain biking is the scariest thing ever. So I'm pretty sure I'm just doing pretty high risk sports on either of the <laughs> spectrum. And um, yeah. it's okay. Like I still enjoy it. Awesome. Um, and I, I definitely am more of a road biker as in I like to get to places and mountain mm-hmm. biking. I prefer hiking like in the woods than mountain biking in the woods. And I think it's also those trees seem really close to you, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're going downhill. Yeah. Uh, But a lot of it's just, you know, getting experience, getting the skill set to do it and feeling more confident.
0: But you like mountain biking.
1: I did like mountain biking. I like mountain biking more for the workout because that was the first time that I was doing hills Mm -hmm. and like really pushing myself, getting up the hills. And it probably helps when you have a really heavy bike to be doing it with. (laughs) And I was like, oh, I got, I got, and that's one told me like, oh, I only did like five, five miles, three miles. And I feel like I've done 10. And they're like, Mm -hmm. yeah, because when you mountain bike, Mm
0: -hmm. your miles
1: is going to feel more than when you're road biking.
0: Yep. There's a greater exertion to going over all the gravel and the vibration and all the extra stuff that comes with riding off-road. I've done gravel riding. And for now, that's as that's as off roady as it's gonna get. Is is doing? I've got the gravel bike, uh, and I've enjoyed riding off road. And I did, uh, I did monster cross. Did I've
1: you? heard about that. Someone told me that it's like bike commuting because you have all these obstacles to get around. I don't know. If cycle that's a cross? Great, yeah,
0: I don't. It's yeah. I was like, ah. So 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 monster cross, you ride.
1: So is it monster cross or cycle cross? So
0: oh okay I see okay so uh, cycle cross is the sport where you that's where you're jumping the obstacles and you're running upstairs with the bike like oh, that's cycle cross. Okay. Monster cross is um, an event that happens in February at Pocahontas on, and you I think you do all of the the fire roads. Oh wow. Um, but it's a twenty five mile loop ish. Um of the fire roads in Pocahontas and you do it once or twice, mm-hmm. um, but it's a race. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't have to race it. You just, you just kind of do the thing. Um, and, uh, yeah, I did the first time I did that 25, I wasn't wiped out cause I took the gravel bike out there, but it was way more taxing than like, it was like 25 felt like a 50 mile road ride like that. I had not experienced that much gravel the first time I did it. Um, but way, yeah, try monster cross when, yeah. when when things get back and do monster That's cross. Awesome. Sign up for the twenty five. Uh, there's a lot of people who do it. Like, is it seven? it sounds
1: like you don't need the skill set that you would be for mountain biking, where you're you, going over no, obstacles. You,
0: no, things. there's yeah, there's no yeah, there's no yeah. You're not like hopping over anything. Okay, okay. Guess you know, you're, that makes you're you feel a little better. <laughs> <laughs> um, because you're taking all the the fire roads, so they're wide enough. Yes, there's certain lines you want to pick in the roads, kind of thing. But you're not doing there's one little single track you do go on, but it's like a pretty easy single track they had us going. Um, so I feel like you'd, you'd be able to, to handle that with a mountain bike kind of thing. Yeah. You know, at a pace. Um, uh, do you have any, well, okay. Why, why did you keep doing all the commuting? Like, cause it seemed like that was the, the realm you were in, you were, mm-hmm. you were doing like, why'd you, why'd you do all the commuting kind of thing? Why'd you do that as you're riding?
1: Um, good question. I feel like that is what, that's kind of what I, I don't know, the, the essence kind of what I love about, uh, biking is that it can get you somewhere for free almost like it's just your legs, you know, it's, Mm -hmm. and it can get you distance versus running. Um, Mm -hmm. I've ran a marathon before, like Mm -hmm. it, It was like, I don't want to spend, what, four hours of my life running. Mm -hmm. Like, it was, it's just a lot of time to be doing one thing, Mm -hmm. but biking though, I just feel like I, I can do it for free, just with your own body. You can get somewhere, and I just think that's the coolest thing ever. One of my, not, I was in high school, one of my earliest memories of biking on vacation was... i wasn't that much of a rebellious high schooler but i would on vacation bike to the mall because you could do that where we vacationed at okay and i would go to the mall and then come back and be like i can't do that in knoxville tennessee but i could do that here like i just for some reason that's a a highlighted memory and i'm Mm -hmm. like why oh probably because that was first time i was commuting i wasn't just biking on the beach Mm -hmm. or biking on the trail um and i thought that was really cool when i moved to japan i had gone three years three times before moving there to live there. okay. And one of my first memories of Japan was my host family was like, we're going to go get groceries now. And I go straight to the car because that's how you get groceries, right? Yeah. But in a city, you walk to the grocery store and they're like, they laughed at me. They're like, ha, no, no, we're walking. And I'm like, you can walk to the grocery store? Like, cause I had yeah. never lived in a city before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, there's something freeing about not needing to drive. Maybe? Okay. Or maybe something that makes like, I would come into work feeling more awake believe it or not kind of odd but like and having felt accomplished from my day having not even started because i'm like i biked to work today i I, i've done something my day is good yeah um yeah i think that's kind of what drives me to do it and then it kind of opens up a lot of doors for other type of biking
0: okay um it does feel better to bike before work it does feel better to to, to you know, either the bike into work or to do yeah. the ride before work. It's, yeah,
1: and that's that's crazy because I'm I'm a runner and I am not a morning runner. Like you yeah. can't get me up up early to go run. Like that's just crazy talk. Like I am a, I'll run at five o'clock. I run at four o'clock. I'll run during lunch, but mm-hmm. I'm not running at six in the morning. Like my body does not work that way. But biking, even my husband thinks that he's crazy. Like he's like you. Don't wanna get up in time for breakfast before you you know, go to work. I'm trying yeah. to squeeze in as much sleep I can get. Yeah. But I will wake up like an hour and a half earlier if it means I get to go bike. You know, like, yeah. I will get up and get out of bed and not like Lily Galley if I'm gonna go bike. But if I'm just like getting up and doing a normal routine, I'm just gonna be extra slow about it.
0: Biking is that awesome. It really is. I mean sleep it's to the it. it's
1: the one thing that makes me a morning person. <laughs> <laughs> it's Great. I don't even need coffee. I just get just up and go, go bike.
0: Right. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh I've I've talked to people well, I've talked to people about like doing early morning rides and and some people are still like, Nah, I can't do it. I can't I can't make a six AM I can't make a seven AM ride kind of thing. Um, but to each their own but biking is awesome. I also want to get up early to go biking. Um What's something you would want to tell someone else who's like, I think I'd like to commute to work to some degree. Like what's something, what's some stuff you want to tell someone who's thinking about getting into commuting to work or or living a kind of a a more commuting lifestyle kind of thing.
1: Yeah. I would say that, um, finding other people that do it. Like if you're in an area that you could Mm -hmm. and, uh, I feel like Chris was using Strava to figure out good roads to bike on
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, for that. And I mean, my thing was it's it's totally possible. Even if you feel like it's not, it's totally because we would bike and we would run into someone at the um, at the VA hospital. We would mm-hmm. stop there at a light, yeah. And then there was someone there that also stopped the light. I was like, "Hey, where are you commuting to?" And he's like, "U of R," and mm-hmm. we're like, "Oh, wow, there's other people just yeah. because that commute um, to other places." Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was kind of refreshing that it just wasn't us. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's
0: like, no, yeah, that can be concerning if you find out like you're the only person doing this thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm glad you were able to find some people to commute with, find the, the, you know, the community outside of the commuting, the community outside of the commuting folks as well, uh, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, well, um, Rebecca, I would like to thank you for sharing your story um look forward to seeing you out on the bike uh, as soon as you can be out on the bike
2: yes thank you um,
0: for all the things uh, thanks for leading um the the rides for bike month uh i will attempt to attend one of those ice cream rides uh when you start leading those again
1: oh yes i am excited for that awesome. yeah
0: um well yeah thank you for your time I appreciate you sharing your, your story
1: and thank you for having me